Hello, 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 everybody. Happy Wednesday. Hope everybody is having a fantastic week so far. Cheers to making it halfway through. I am super, super excited about today's happy hour. The one and only Rachel Rose, AKA Rated R for Rachel, if that tells you anything about um, this incredible woman. She is sassy, she is incredible, she's very talented, and she is just requested to join. I know we are in for a treat. Why is it not letting me add her? Come on, there we go. Great. Darn Instagram, always changing how they do things. <laughs> All right, we will just wait for Rachel to join in. Yes, queen! <laughs> Look, I love you so much. Trick or treat! <laughs> oh my God, this morning I was like, God, I, I, I hope she pulls out the man suit. <laughs> I had to. I'm so glad you did. I'm so glad you did. <laughs> so... All right. Well, welcome. I love the mustache. This has been a, like a, a, a big feature recently. You've been all about that stash. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how long it's going to last, especially with laughing. It's like peeling up. <laughs> how are you attaching it? Um, there's like sticky stuff, but I put lash glue on it and it's nice. holding pretty well. Nice. Very cool. I, I dig it. And you've got to show everybody the suit again and show what this is. So, so nice. So she's not naked. <laughs> I even got the. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I have no words. I have no words. You're incredible. The boys are right here. Oh, yay. Hi, puppies. <laughs> They're just going to sit on your lap. As, oh, well, of course, he's going to come and say hello as well. You can't have my whiskey. <laughs> so how are you doing? Good. Yeah. Same old, same old. Same old. I'm honored that you're doing your first Instagram live with me. I know. It's scary. How have I don't know how it worked, so I'm glad it was, like, pretty easy. Yeah, absolutely. Really cool. you, you are on this. Are you on the same schedule as Letty? You get to leave earlier in the day? Yeah, but I called off today, so. Oh. I yeah. could prepare. Nice. <laughs> Trump was at our, um, the president was at our work complex, so I didn't want to, like, get caught in that traffic. So I'm like, ah, I'll stay home and clean. Yeah, not a bad idea. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> what are we drinking this evening? I've got a new Stella Rosa flavor. It's watermelon. Ooh. They have, like, all kinds of good flavors, and it's delish, as usual. Nice. Very cool. I am, I am drinking a new whiskey tonight. Um, somebody gifted me a whiskey because I was out. And uh, <laughs> it's not very good at all, but that's okay. We're going to drink oh. it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Can't let alcohol go to waste. Mm -mm. Definitely not. All right. So... Let's introduce you to everybody. Um, so this is <clears throat> Rachel Rose, otherwise known as Rated R for Rachel, as you can tell by her mustache and man suit. Um, this is a wild woman. Um, I just admire so much like your, not only your skill, but your just sense of 
of groundedness in like, you are who you are, you do you, like there's no, there's nothing hidden. Like it's, I just really appreciate your authenticity. And yeah, that's like an awesome compliment to get because I'm just out here living my life. So I'm glad that like, that's what radiates from me, so. 100%, 100%. I, like, I think any woman in this industry like needs to have a pretty strong sense of self to like, to succeed in this industry, right? But like, I look at you and I'm like, God, that woman has balls. Like, <laughs> I wish I had that confidence, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I just don't care. <laughs> what, like, what, have you always been this way? No, which is funny because when I was a kid, I was very shy and like, um, not suppressed, but I just felt like I couldn't be me because I had critical parents and people around me. And then I became an adult and I'm like, damn, I could do whatever I want. Like nobody's telling me what I can and can't do. So I kind of just like did that. And then I made some mistakes. So now I'm learning from that. And it's all just like an evolving and like growing process. And I don't know. Now that I'm 30, it's been like a huge eye opener, especially this year with everything going on. I've been doing so much self reflecting. And it's like, I don't know, it, it's helped. And I wish everybody would like take a moment to look inward. Because you can learn a lot. <laughs> about yeah, you your took, habits and patterns and all that. You took a big break off of social media. Was that like, a, that was a part of it? Uh, yeah, I usually do like once a year, just cause I get very um, drained. Like the energy vampires are a lot for me. And like, especially with everything going on, it was just everybody with an opinion and he said, she said, and I'm just like, oh, I'm just gonna do me for a while. And it was nice because I'm like, nobody knows what I'm up to. I don't know what anybody else is doing. Like yes. a little bit of privacy and secrecy. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of crazy. We all live our lives like so, so online now. Like if it wasn't on Instagram, it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's a, it's got to be a nice breath of fresh air to just live. Right. Yeah. Yep. So you didn't start out as a welder. And you didn't start out feeling confident like you could do you. So tell me, tell us all, I know a little bit of your, of your backstory, but tell us all a little bit of like how, how you started out and how you got to where you are. So I don't even like think I knew what a welder was until I was like 23, maybe. I had always just had my mind set on going to college so I did that after high school. I didn't really know what I wanted to be. So like when I was in the counselor's office, I'm in here like taking a test, like a personality test to see like what I would be good at. And social services was one of my top three. So I kind of just like went oh. with that. And uh, <laughs> I ended up getting my bachelor's in social work from ASU. So I was contracted with Child Protective Services for a few years and that was draining to say the least and I was becoming like emotionally numb and I realized like that's not healthy that's not what I want to do for the rest of my life so one day I was out at my parents house and my dad's an owner operator and my brother is a diesel mechanic okay. so they have a big 
shop with all the tools and stuff I'm out there welding on my dad's Peterbilt. And I was like, I want to try that. And they're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so they're like, you just, it was a stick welder. So they're like, you just strike it like a match and then go drag it. <laughs> okay. So I laid a few beads and I'm like, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And I was like, I want to know more about this. So I started researching job opportunities and all that. And I'm like, it's pretty in demand and the salary is a lot better than social services. <laughs> so since I was so like green to it, I had no idea what I was doing. I'm like, I need to go to some kind of trade school to at least put something on my resume. Cause I'm like, who's going to hire a chick who doesn't know how to, who doesn't have any experience. So I uh, went into trade school it was like a 10 or 11 month program. And then once I graduated, I was like scared to pursue it. So I kind of, kind of waited a few months. I was still doing my social work stuff. And then I ended up getting fired from there. So I was like, that was the kick in the butt. I needed to like go for it. And I did, and I got hired on my first well test. So that was exciting. How I long ago was that? 2015. Okay. Five years ago. Wow. Yeah. And look um, how far you've come in such a short amount of time, man. I know. I know. And then I feel like there's still so much more to learn and like so much more I could do. So I'm like, this is not the end. I feel like I'm just getting started, especially with like what I want to do with it and like my vision for the future. Can you share what is this vision for the future? Are you well, like, uh, <laughs> it's nothing too big. It's just me and Letty, my coworker, are super passionate about like, uh, bringing awareness to other chicks that the trades could be an option for them. So we're trying to like, I mean, at one point we were able to bring them in to shadow us at our job so they could like, so awesome. like yeah, because being in trade school and then being in a shop is two completely different things that it does not prepare you for. So like just to even give them a little glimpse into that, and then like eventually I would like to start a class, like an intro class. So like they could just girls who are even considering it can just get their feet wet just yeah. to see if they like it instead of spending all this money at trade school and then dropping out because it wasn't for them. So, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's, it's the same thing, like what you experienced, right? Like until you have the tools in your hands and so many of us, I didn't know, like, I didn't know that being a mechanic was an option. I didn't know being a welder was an option. Like growing up, it was just, you go to college. That's, that's what you do. And until people can like touch it and feel it and do it and no pun intended, like have that sparklet, right? Yeah. Like, okay, maybe a little bit of pun intended. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. I think you're doing a tremendous job. I, I mean, I, we're obviously on the same page on a lot of this. Like, I, I got so tired of people being like, oh, you're the only female mechanic out there. And I'm like, no, I'm not. There's a ton of female mechanics out there. You got to know them. Like, let me introduce you to some amazing women in these industries. Right. And I'm and so thankful to IG for this community because every time I'm out in real life, and I tell people what I do, they're like, oh my God, I've never heard of a girl welder. Like, I'm, I'm like, we're out there, like, and the numbers are growing, which is super exciting. Like, I love it. It's like by leaps and bounds, right? Like, I feel like, like last year, even the difference between last year and this year and the amount of women I see online 
yeah. on Instagram and on Facebook and all the rest of them, just wrenching and welding and doing awesome, awesome things. Like it's just multiplying like crazy. It's kind of cool. And I think it helps too that high schools are partnering with other like trade schools. So like these kids are juniors and seniors going half a day to regular high school and then they can go half a day to some other trades program. So when they graduate, they get their diploma and a certificate in trade. So like they're already three steps ahead. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I wish I had that, but. Oh God, me too. Well, and a lot of places still don't. Like that's the crazy thing. Like how many high school systems don't have anything. We're fortunate here in, in Arizona because for those of you who don't know, we're, we both live in the same city pretty much. Um, we're lucky here. We got EVIT and West Mac and all of these amazing schools that are like, they're like college campuses. Have you been down to EVIT? Oh my gosh, we've tried to go twice already and every time we show up, it's closed. So I'm like, oh no. I want to tour, <laughs> tour that place really bad because I've heard good things about it. Okay, I need to set up something. Next, when they're open again for like things happening, you, me, Letty, we need to go speak to the students. Like go do a, go do a talk because we went that would to be... West Mech a few weeks ago. Nice. And um, their instructors were super excited that we came through and he's like, I'd like to have you guys back to speak. Yeah. And we saw Brittany down there. She's a, the automotive instructor. I love that she is now instructing. That makes me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> For anybody who doesn't know, one of my former technicians at my repair shop, who is just an amazing technician, um, has started teaching automotive um, at, uh, at West Mac, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so a lot of amazing ladies out there. A lot of amazing ladies. So I, I love what you're doing. I love that you did the trades happy hour and, and getting people together. It's just, it's so important. Like we need us all doing it. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like, you know, in this increase of seeing women in the industry that we're seeing, like, do you, do you feel like you can look back and feel like you were a part of that, making that happen? I don't know. I don't see myself like that because I, I can only see me from the inside out. I don't see me from the outside in. So I don't, I guess, recognize my impact or if I even have one. But I would hope so. Like, <laughs> well, I'm here to tell you that you have. I think I think you're a phenomenal influence and a phenomenal role model. And a a you know, women ask me often like, what can I do that encourage more women in the industry and like just be you be visible because so much of it is just people being able to see us right see your face see you doing what you do and rocking at it and be like oh if she can do it I can do it too and then all of the mentoring that you do yeah and now that I think about it I've had a lot of girls on my Instagram reach out and be like oh I went to go sign up for a welding school I've had like a handful of them, so I guess in that sense, isn't, like, isn't yeah. it the best? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And then, like, whenever they have questions, I'm always happy to like answer or try to guide them in the right direction. So, I love it. And you've been an amazing work wife to Letty. I know she's just loves having you working there with her. I know we've been so spoiled because this is our second company we've worked at together, going on like two or three years now and I'm like I forget that other girls don't have this so I'm like super grateful that I get to work with one of my best friends I'm like I'm gonna be sad the day like we 
go our separate ways. Maybe you don't ever have to. <laughs> I know. I'm like, for now, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. It's pretty phenomenal. It, yeah. Like, what do you, what difference do you feel? I mean, aside from like the fact that you're best friends, which is freaking awesome. Like you guys are amazing friends and that, that helps too. But just having another woman in the workplace with you is that what's, because I'm not against working with men. Clearly, I love working with men too. But there's something I feel like different about working with women and having another woman in the workplace. Yeah, I think that adds a level of comfort. Like, I know I'll have somebody who has my back or can like understand where I'm coming from if I'm like, in a mood or having a day. Or like, we'll just like run into each other in the bathroom and then like chit chat for a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, I love it. <laughs> So tell tell us a little bit about you went to school, you got your first job out of out of your well test, and then and then what? How did we get to where we're at? So my first job was working on commercial compactors and dumpsters. Oh. So that was fun. We we're welding these those big containers you see like outside of department stores. And That's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. From there, I was there for like a year and a half. And then I went to this little ornamental front door shop, but it was in Gilbert and I live in the West Valley, so I didn't want to drive that far. So that didn't last long. And then I ended up at Phoenix Stair making handrails and staircases, like the Desert Diamond Casino. We did all the ones in the parking lot. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then from there, I ended up at Gorbel, where we're at now, and we make workstation cranes and jibs for other manufacturing plants. And massive scale stuff. Like, this This is no joke, y'all who are watching. Like, if you haven't checked out Rachel's page, check out some of her stuff, because she's working with, like, ginormous, ginormous things and <laughs> welding massive industrial stuff. We can make like itty bitty cranes that pick up like 250 pounds or we make like big rail systems that are capable of like two tons or something. So that's awesome. Yeah. Do you, do you like, or do you have a preference as far as like the kind of welding that you do, the kind of industrial shit you're doing, stuff you're doing now versus like the <laughs> ornamental. I try not to curse when I'm on Instagram live, but you know me in real life. I know, I'm surprised but... <laughs> I haven't said yet. Um, do you do you have a thing that you like more or less not necessarily like I do like to get creative with welding but that's usually like side projects or whatever like when I first got into welding I was like all into the horseshoe art and like stuff like that but yeah my job is super easy and it's enjoyable so I don't mind it but it's funny because when I was in welding school I'm like oh, I hate MIG like I want to go be a stick welder and, really uh, here I am just like making it up for the last five years, <laughs> but it's all good. It pays the bills and it's easy. So yeah. And you do a phenomenal job. You got a ton of compliments on your welds on the, on the post that I did. Really, right. It's like, I would say, I don't know, maybe 50% talent, 50% settings. Cause if your machine's off, your welds are going to look like crap, but if you got it dialed in right, then anybody can, make a nice bead. Uh, I don't know about anybody. Well, <laughs> With some practice. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but but you're right. It is it is a lot. The machine, but setting it up and knowing how to fix it when it's not right, when something's funky, to be able to hear it when it's off. And yeah, um, I'm a baby in that experience. <laughs> my machine will like be in a mood, and I'm like, "What do you want?" So then you have to like tweak it and figure out what his problem is. I'm like, "Jeez, are you hungry?" <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> but yeah, for the most part, spray arc is really clean and nice. What was what was your first job like for you? Just from like the perspective, not necessarily the specifics of the job, but like getting your first job in the field, getting getting hired, adapting to that life. Like what um what was that like for you? Um, overall, it was good. Like the people I worked with, uh, a lot of them came to work at Gorbel too now. So like I have family from my first job in the handrail place. But nice. um, you just gather people and bring I them know, with like, you. everybody. I'm like, follow me. <laughs> and but, they do. Um, That's, that should tell us all something. <laughs> it was good. I really liked it. Like I think first starting, it was hard on my body because it's like heavy and I was like a scrawny little twig thing and I'm like mm. so like I was always sore and tired and like I still am but like I'm pretty buff so I'm like yeah you are your body adapts so in that sense my body had to go through changes and then I was so nervous because it was my first job like mostly male so I'm like intimidated but then after like a few months of getting the hang of it, like it really helped my confidence in my capabilities. So I liked it. Have you had any mentors that stand out in your mind? Role models, mentors? Um, probably my first team lead, Pedro. He was always like super nice, but kept it professional. Like, and he was great at what he does, and I respect him as a welder. I don't really, like, talk to any of my instructors from welding school, so I can't say them. I don't know. That's all right. I, I get the question. Go ahead. Arizona Mike uh, from Welder Mafia. Yeah. He's a good one, too. He He's always good. got everybody's back and, like, is always willing to, like, teach or help. Me and Letty went to go see him, so that was... I know, I was so jealous when I heard that you guys were down there. I was like, I want to go! <laughs> one day, one day soon. No, uh, he's he's a phenomenal dude and very, very supportive. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I love what you said about your first team lead, right? Because like, I, I hear from guys often, like, how can we be supportive of women? And, like, that's it. You said it exactly, like... Be helpful and keep it professional. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's that simple. Yeah. Right. Plus, he didn't like play favorites like some people tend to. Yeah. It's just fair across the board. And yeah. I, I find sometimes like the playing favorites can go both ways, right? Because sometimes they'll play favorites towards the guys, and sometimes they play favorites towards the girls. And that's almost worse, like mm -hmm. sometimes, because it, you get isolated and become the odd person out and it uh, serves to isolate more, which is not, yeah, not good. Yeah. It's funny because our supervisor now, 
he must have a soft spot for us, me and Letty, because he'll like bring us our jobs on our carts and like park them outside our bay. And then when the like we're all talking and the other guys are like, one of our coworkers said a bad word and he's like, don't cuss in front of them. Like, and I'm like, you do know we have potty mouths, right? right. I'm like, have you met Rachel? <laughs> I'm like, thanks for being respectful though. Like, but we're all welders here. Like we know how we talk. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought that was interesting navigating that one. I remember my first job in the industry. I had a like nobody cursed for like the first three months that I was there. And I was like, wow, they're all like really just polite. And then I found out that they had been read the riot act before I started. So I was the first woman who'd ever worked there as a tech. And so they'd all been read the riot act about cursing in front of me. And I finally just gathered them all around. And I was like, look, <laughs> I appreciate the respect, but this bullshit <laughs> and they were like <gasps> but I appreciate like I appreciate the respect and I don't want to make people uncomfortable and I don't want to you know change things I just I just want to work and be respected for the work I do mm -hmm. yep what um what can you tell people women who are getting into this from you've had a couple of different job experiences in the industry like what should people look for when they're looking for a shop to know if it's a good place for them? I always ask in my interviews, what's the morale like? Because money's cool and all and like get your bag and like make sure your bills are paid. But like, I don't want to work somewhere where everybody's miserable. So I'm like, that's always one of my first questions when I interview and like, they could be lying because they want you to work there or whatever. But that's a huge one to me and safety obviously like I want to make sure like they keep their employees safe and do things accordingly yeah. there's always shortcuts for things but at least you don't want to like wonder if you're going to come home with nine fingers today instead of ten but yeah that um I mean, shops can be dirty, but it's always helpful to be like cleanly and neat. So like when things are organized, you're not running around looking for tools and wasting production time. So that and the pay, like make sure you're getting paid what you're worth. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Have you ever had to like ask for a raise? Um, at a previous shop, I. I did try and they said maybe after a year I was like which could be the standard but like I was already getting paid lower than I wanted so mm -hmm. I was like well I'm not gonna be here in a year so you either give me a raise or yeah I'm leaving and I left so I feel like that's a topic that's been coming up in conversation a lot recently like women and and men too who are like intimidated and afraid to ask for that raise and ask for what they feel like they deserve and yeah it's it's a it's a hard one but the willingness to be like i this is what i deserve and if you're not going to give it to me right and the worst they could say is no and then in that case the ball's in your court so you decide if you're going to stay with that hourly pay or look for something else so is your is your work all hourly or is it piece depending on how much you produce? It's hourly. Is that pretty much generally? I don't know how welders get paid. Like all the manufacturing jobs I've had, they've all been like that. 
do they do? And because I know on the automotive side, right, like we get we get incentives for how fast we work. Is there any incentive on that line? It's just quality. Mm -mm. Yeah, that's cool. That sounds lovely. I should have gone into welding. <laughs> yeah, some people will milk their jobs so they can get overtime. Like, oh, I didn't finish it. Got to stay late. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um. Oh, I thought that was a question. Um, is so with misusing um, eighteen an hour or forty hour an hour weld? Oh, you can give them an eighteen an hour weld, or you can give them a forty dollar an hour weld, right? Quality wise, yeah. yes. <laughs> is I know, like when you first got into all of this, um, you know, welding was in super high demand. That's part of why you pursued this path. My understanding is that it still is. Is it still like a crazy easy to get a job anywhere? Yeah, and I keep seeing like, not memes, but like posts about it, like how much of a demand or projected like hires within the next how many years. And especially with Phoenix being such a big hub for growth right now, like there's so many companies coming here. So I think it's, it's a good time to like get into it. Yeah. Especially in this area. I can't speak for the rest of the US because I don't know, but Arizona is growing a lot. I mean, Phoenix. Yeah. Anyways. But yeah. Have you ever struggled to get a job? Let's just put it that way. No. <laughs> and I think that says so much, right? Like, and that's on both sides. Like one, this is a great industry. There's a ton of opportunity. And like, if you're not in a good environment where you're at, you can go, <laughs> go on to someplace else because everybody is hungry for it. Like everybody I talk to is like, do and you know any welders? <laughs> the more like networking I do on Instagram, the more feelers I get out there for opportunities. Cause I'm like, I have people like, Hey, do you know anybody who needs a job? You know, anybody looking I'm like, so. Yeah. And I don't know anybody looking like I have, I have a lot of shops that are looking for people, but I don't know any welders or technicians that are looking for work. Like everybody who wants to be working is working and in high demand. So it's a pretty, it's a pretty cool thing. AZ Mike says it's good time to be a welder. It is indeed. And in the trades in general, I think, mm -hmm. do you, do you feel like the tide is changing as far as public perception of the trades? Yeah, I think so. Because the older I get, the more I'm like, college ain't shit. I mean, I'm glad I went. And if you're going into a specific industry that requires a degree, absolutely. But like, it's a scam. Like, I'm still paying off student loans. And I'm like, I mean, I don't regret it because I learned a lot. But like, people shit so much on trades. It's like, well, college isn't that great either. So there's so many people with degrees who aren't using them. So... <laughs> we got we got two people right here <laughs> yeah I agree with you though I'm grateful that I went like I I think it was a valuable experience and like I I feel like there was stuff I learned in college that they were never going to teach me in technical school mm -hmm. and there was stuff I learned in technical school and not just the the physical trade but there was just life skills and mm -hmm. um just so many things that I just they never broached in college and they did in trade school it was like two totally different worlds it's yeah and I think nice. like with my social work background I kind of bring a sense of 
that to welding. So like, in what sense? Tell me more. Well, just like, I don't know, trying to get doing these events, like just gathering and like, I don't know, being personable and stuff like that. And then trying to understand why people are the way they are. So it's like, teaching me patience and like, that's a life practice lifelong <laughs> <laughs> but i'm sure like i can only imagine how how handy that comes in like because like, i could be hr or a welder <laughs> <laughs> or both at the same time why not <laughs> that's awesome i love it so we're we have some requests to see your dogs so if anybody again doesn't know rachel already she has another instagram page for her dogs the couch potatoes <laughs> and uh oh they're chilling and it's funny because the couch is all effed up and that's how they got their name because they eat the couches so that's why they're the couch potatoes i'm on my fifth couch now but oh my gosh home. seriously yeah I was they just love destroying couches. Yeah. So they're all wore out. No. They're so People cute. People want to see you. Hi, boo-boo. They're so beautiful. <laughs> it's hard to see them. I, <laughs> they're, they're good kids. <laughs> yeah. They're lucky they're cute. Right? And you do a lot with, with animal rescue. Are you still doing that? Yeah, it's a bummer because with everything that happened, they closed the shelters down. So oh, really? Weren't allowed in. I mean, they still had staff there to take care of them. Oh, okay. They just closed it down to volunteers and outside. Yeah. And they just opened it back up like two weeks ago. So yeah. I have to kind of like do a reintroduction or something before I can go back. But I know I would like because at the beginning of the year, I did like a donation drive to raise money by selling their stickers. So I have a new image that I'm gonna try to do that again Very by nice. the end of the year. I love that you do that. I, I think it's, it's like so bittersweet because it's heartbreaking going down there, but then like I see them get adopted or my Instagram friends will be like, hey, I went down to the shelter and got a dog. And I'm like, <laughs> yay. <laughs> me all the pictures <laughs> mm -hmm. you're still doing social work just with a little bit less heartbreak maybe i don't know the social justice is in my blood like even with the social climate right now i'm like trying to advocate for that too but yeah we do we do what we can in all of the ways that we can yeah yeah I, that's a whole that's a whole topic that we're probably not gonna broach into <laughs> for this. But, um. I did get a little what is it? Big brothers, big sisters. I got oh, a little nice. mentee this year too. That was one of my 2020 resolutions. So I've been hanging out with her since March. Nice. You were still able to still able to do with COVID and everything. Yeah, for a while there, we were just like FaceTiming or texting. But that's um, awesome. Yeah, lately. And it's so funny because when we first met in March to do our initial meeting, she's like, I have to tell you something. And I'm like, okay, what? She's like, I'm kind of weird. And I'm like, we're going to get along so great. I'm weird too. So I'm like, she's been so cool. I love it. I think that's so awesome that you're doing that. How old is she? She's 11. Oh, it's yay. great. Yeah. 
That is so cool. Yeah. How do you find the time? Like you are doing all of the things and you're super active on social media and you're organizing things and you're mentoring people and saving dogs and small children. Like, <laughs> And now I have a second job too. So I'm like, oh. you have a second job? What are you doing? Yeah. I'm at Amazon now because back really? in july our job did layoffs and i thought i was gonna go so i'm like i need the plan b so i went and signed up for that wow. are you gonna be there? there no it's just like a sort center with packages i like oh they come in we divide them depending what city they're going to and ship them out but right. it's just a part-time thing but now that i got i kept my welding job and i've been there so all that is just going to debt so like that's helped pay down some of that nice nice but with the holidays coming I'm like I don't want to work weekends because I don't have any days off right now because or bell is Monday through Friday and then Amazon's Thursday through Sunday so oh my gosh girl I don't know how much longer I'm gonna last <laughs> but the nice thing is with the welding job I get off at 2 30 so I feel like I still have the majority of my afternoon to yeah do stuff yeah no, that's awesome. And that's probably why you're able to be Wonder Woman because <laughs> you're doing all the things. Plus, I've noticed like once you get going and you keep going, it's easy to stay going. But there's been times where I've just been like such a sloth for like months. I'll come home and nap and then I'm even more lazy. So I'm like, I have my days. <laughs> That's good to hear because, like, you know, it's easy. We look at Instagram, we look at social media, we see everybody living their best lives. And, yeah. and then if we're in a slump or feeling unmotivated, it's really easy to like berate ourselves or feel like we're the only ones. So it's, it's good to hear that we're all, yeah, we all do it. There was like probably two months, the beginning of COVID where I just did not want to leave my house at all. I was like, I, it's a pillow fort. I just want to hide in my pillow fort and <laughs> pretend that the world doesn't exist. And like, I know it's kind of bummed. Like we see everybody working from home and like, we've been working through this whole thing. And it's like, damn, that would be nice. But then I hear people who are working from home and they're like, be careful what you wish for. Cause like, this is isolating and it's boring. And I'm like, you're right. At least I get to like still leave my house, go interact with people and feel productive. So Grass is, grass is always greener on the other side, right? Yeah. Yep. Do you find that you go through phases like you're go, 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 and then crash? <laughs> yeah. Usually, like, after the holidays, I'll get, like, a little seasonal depression in, like, January, February. I'm just, like, mm. And then my birthday's in March, so then I start to, like, spunk back up. So when Plus, I don't like the cold weather, I'm, like, I just want to stay home and stay in my bed. <laughs> I know. What happened in Arizona, by the way? We went from summer to winter in 24 hours. I know. It's supposed to be back up to the 80s in a few days, though, so. I hope so, because I'm not liking the cold weather. I'm such a wuss. <laughs> <laughs> like, hopefully it's not that cold on Halloween, because I'm barely wearing anything Saturday night. Is this your outfit for Saturday night? No, I got a belly dancing costume. This All was right. special for you. Aw, <laughs> yay. <laughs> I feel so honored. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. What, um, okay. So another, another serious industry women conversation question. What, 
what do you think the biggest challenge or thing that like is kind of keeping there being from being more women in the industry? Like what's the biggest barrier? Do you feel like? Um, I would say like first the awareness, like that is an option for them. And then when I went to Westmec, the instructor said that a lot of parents are like, shying their girls away from that like why don't you go do culinary or nails like they want to do the trades but their parents are like no so i'm like luckily my dad was supportive my mom was not happy but oh really i was i still did it anyways but has she come around uh yeah she just doesn't seem interested so we don't talk about it yeah my mom was not supportive at first either. She's mostly come around, but then she said she said to me the other day, and hopefully she's not watching this. But her, she got um, she got hit in her car, like somebody hit it in the parking lot, and it got damaged. And she's like, "But I'm not going to fix it because I'm a girl. I don't care about cars." And I'm like, "Did you just did you just say that to me?" <laughs> like, she goes, "You know, I'm just I'm a girl. I don't care about cars." I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you do know what I do for work, mom, right? <laughs> Like, not all girls don't care about cars, Ma. Yeah. <laughs> I can't really speak, though. My car's jacked up, too. <laughs> oh, mine is totally jacked up, please. Like, the mechanic's car is always the most neglected car on the block. Yeah. <laughs> how, how did you deal with having Mom not be supportive? Um, I don't know. Just distance. I don't live with them, so it's not like I have to deal with them all the time I think my dad got a lot of that wrath so oh really because going back to school I had to apply for more student loans and um, I needed like a co-signer because I had already had loans from ASU so my dad graciously pulled out one in his name like I made all the payments but my mom was furious about that so interesting yeah. <laughs> I, think, I mean, I think you're right, though. And I think a lot of kids deal with that because I, I don't think it's difficult getting kids interested in this in this work. Kids are are interested like they they are interested. Male and female are interested in doing this kind of stuff. It's the parents that are the I think I agree with you are one of the biggest roadblocks. Like, no, that's not for my kid. My kid needs to go to college. My kid needs to. And especially for girls. Yeah. <clears throat> And aside from that, like, just the intimidation factor, like, I'm sure a lot of girls are like, oh, I can't do that. Like, I don't know how to do that. But I'm like, you definitely can. Like, there's all kinds of resources and stuff to help anybody do anything. Like, that's why we have cranes and carts and stuff to assist us in our lifting and all yeah. that. Yeah, the guys aren't lifting that stuff by themselves either. No. <laughs> Plus, I'm like, if you don't mind getting dirty, I think a lot of chicks would be into it because I'm like, I love it. I feel so comfortable in my uniform. I just roll out of bed. I already know what I'm going to wear because it's just a uniform. I don't have I to get it. ready or impress anybody. So I'm just like, show up, do my work, and then go home. Yes, absolutely. Cheers to the uniform. I'm all about that life. Like, not having to think about what I'm going to wear in the morning. Ew. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Not having to wear makeup. Cause I know it's just gonna be covered in grease by the end of the day anyhow. And yeah. I always come home with like a dirt mustache and it's like in my ears and 
So is that why you just embraced the, the faux mustache? Like <laughs> yeah, it's there anyway. Conscious, like, hey, where's your mustache today? <laughs> I always wind up with a black forehead. Oh my gosh, yeah, with the welding hood. Yep. Mine's from the Gre from the the grease, and I always have like little wispy hairs that get in my face, so I'm constantly doing this with my dirty hands or my gloves and yeah. I, uh, yeah, I was told the other day that they don't, uh, by my business partner, by Shana, she was like, she's like, yeah, I don't trust that the job is done until your forehead's black. <laughs> like, it's just the way it is. It's a good measure of work. Right? <laughs> yeah, I agree. And it doesn't, although at the same time, it doesn't have to be, right? Like, there's a lot of jobs where you can be in the trades and have it not be a dirty Mm -hmm. a dirty job I think I feel like it's getting cleaner and cleaner a lot of these jobs I always admire arc welding angel she's so gorgeous and like her backstory is kind of similar like she was going to go to college to be a plastic surgeon oh wow and into welding so now she's a TIG welder which isn't as dirty as like nigger stick and she is just like gorgeous all the time and I'm like damn you could do the best of both worlds right <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't know. I would put you right up there as well, my dear. <laughs> whether whether you feel like it or not. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I try to clean up on the weekends to like remind myself, like, you're still a girl. Like, you could still be feminine. So, yeah. I, remember, I was always a tomboy growing up. I mean, not like a traditional tomboy, but I, I wasn't like uber girly. Um, but I... I feel like as I got into being a mechanic, the longer I was doing it, the more I craved getting getting girlied up afterwards, right? Like I, I enjoyed going to work in my uniform and not having to think about that. But then I like I craved wearing a dress. Like <laughs> it's like to find that balance, I think, to to be able to express both sides of my personality. Like they're all there. Yeah. And sometimes it's appropriate for different parts of it to come out, but still have to find that expression. Yeah. Do you find, do you find it hard to balance that? Like I, I know when I, I'm a little bit older than you. Um, the, the ladies that came up in the industry before me, I think struggled with it even more, um, kind of those, those initial trailblazers where they really had to be very masculine and not show any weakness and not show any frailty. And I kind of came up on the cusp of that. Like it was, it was still not really cool to be a girl out in the field. Um, yeah. And so I really kind of struggled with finding that balance. How do you feel like that's been for you? Has it um, been a challenge or? Not necessarily. I feel like everybody, the men, have been mostly welcoming. I've had one awful supervisor and I do remember I, I was probably PMSing. I was just, everything was going wrong that day, you know? And I was like on the verge of tears, just like walking out because I was so done with that place. And he comes up to me, he's like, don't you show any weakness? He's like, don't let these guys know you're like weak. And I'm like, first of all, everybody has feelings. And like, secondly, like, if I want to be mad, let me be mad. Like, but he was just all around. But other than that, I've been lucky not to have any worse experiences. Um, I think it's becoming more accepted. I don't know if accepted is a good word, but like more normal. And I hope like, cause we still get that, oh, you're a girl welder, like, oh.
But like in the future, I hope they just say like, oh, cool, you're a welder. Like, I don't have to be a girl welder, you know? Like, I want more girls to be in the trade so it's not a surprise. Like, this is just what we do. Like, it's just our job. Yeah, I, that is my dream. I don't know if I'll see it in my lifetime, but my dream is 100% to be just an automotive technician, not a female automotive technician or a female auto mechanic. Yeah. It, like right before I got online for this, I, um, I was checking my TikTok. Um, <laughs> and, um, TikTok is a wild and crazy world that I just joined, but um, it's so bizarre. But somebody commented on one of my posts. They said, this woman thinks she's an auto mechanic. That's hysterical and just so wrong. And I'm like, God, like it's still like it's still out there. Oh yeah, and like I posted a welding one that went viral. I guess it got like two hundred. Am I back? Uh oh, you just froze. Oh no, you're back. My phone warned me that I'm running low. Uh oh. Um, I posted a welding video on TikTok that got like two hundred seventy thousand views, and then of course the comments on there are like, "Well, even a monkey could MIG weld," and blah blah blah. And like, um. It's just a video, like chill. <laughs> right. How do you deal with that? I talk about this with a lot of different ladies because there's, there's different approaches and I think we all face it, male or female, the, the, couch, the couch warriors who are just negating everything and have something crappy to say about everything you do. How do you handle that? You put yourself out there a lot. You, <laughs> you do you in a wild and authentic and wonderful way. How do you deal personally with the crap um depends what kind of mood I'm in sometimes I'll have some shit to say or I could just like let it slide like when you posted me today I got like a handful of new followers and I'm like man they don't even know what they're in for <laughs> but <laughs> like it's like you either like what I post or you don't and if you feel the need to like take time out of your day to say something about it, like maybe you shouldn't be following me. And like, it's mostly, <laughs> I haven't had it lately, but cause I've been trying to limit my political stuff, but sometimes I'll share something that somebody feels some type of way about and then wants to come attack me for something I post on my page that I want to. So I'm like, see your way out the door. Like, I don't know. Like, the more I'm on here, I'm just like, whatever. But I don't try to let it get to me. Yeah. I appreciate your honesty on that, though, about, like, how sometimes it, it you react differently, right? How sometimes it's, yeah. sometimes if we want to talk energy, back. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? If I have the energy or not. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's a challenge. Like, there's days that I can just let it slide. And then there's, and then there's days we can't. And I know everybody out there faces it. Yeah. And some people aren't worth the reaction so I'm like obviously you're mad about something and that's not my problem to fix so get well soon <laughs> I love it that's a beautiful thing yeah so we've got 10 minutes left and your phone is it like almost dead I think so are we gonna make it to the 10 minutes I got 19 percent so 19%. All right, we're going to try. <laughs> if I go black, you know why. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, so what else, what else are you up to? What other big plans do you have coming up? Anything that we should be looking out for? 
Mm, not necessarily like my resolutions was to do like a intro class for females so still trying to do that things haven't worked out because gatherings and COVID and all that but other than that not really I'm just kind of write out the rest of this year I haven't been able to travel so I'm like maybe I'll you're a big traveler too I know I had three vacations in March April and May and they all got canceled so I'm like <laughs> I give up but Maybe I'll disappear for Christmas or something. <laughs> there you go. I'm trying to plan something in December too. My birthday is in December. So I'm like, all right, before the new build gets crazy underway, like it's, it's time. I got to like go do something fun and exciting. Right. You're always out adventuring though. Like even just in Arizona, you're always finding like the coolest places in Arizona to explore. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I was just going to ask, I was going to say something. What was it? Oh, so we're starting up doing classes again at Girl Gang, like very limited. <laughs> What's that? Saturday you're having a class? Saturday. Saturday is the first women's car care class that we've had since the COVID shutdown. So um, we're, we're testing it out and seeing like how feasible it is to have kind of a limited group and keep social distance and all the rest of it because we want to keep everybody safe. But um, so, so maybe we should, we should talk. Collaborate? Yes. Yes. I think that would be awesome. It would yeah. be, it would be an honor to have you teach at, at the shop. That would be cool. Yeah. All right. So in our little bit of time left, um, what I always like to ask people um, kind of as, a, as an outgoing question is your, your advice to the younger you um, or to a, a woman like you, young girl, young boy, anybody who's kind of just coming up in the world and thinking about this as a career path or just as a person in the world in general, what are your words of wisdom? Um, for me, it would be like, trust your skills. Cause like, I don't want to say I'm kind of a perfectionist. So I'm like, if it's not perfect to me, I just think it's crap. But I'm like, I see my work and then I see other people's work. And then I'm like, oh, okay, that makes me feel better about myself. So I'm like, why are you doubting yourself? Like, just work hard and make sure your quality is good. And earn your respect. I love it. Perfect. Perfect words of wisdom. All right. So before your battery dies, um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna send you off um, to have a fantastic Halloween this weekend and and go do amazing things and keep up all the fantastic work that you're doing. Um, everybody who joined in, I really appreciate you guys all hanging out with us and, and joining us for this. This will live on IGTV. Once it gets posted and all that other good stuff. And um, make sure you go and head over and give Rachel a like and share and support her and give her some love and cheer her on. And I appreciate you joining me so much for your very first live. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Thanks for wearing the man suit. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't wait till we get to work together again. You too. Have a good weekend. You too. Cheers. Bye. Bye, Bye guys.